0: Look at my feed! What do you see? The Pope of Positivity. Hello out there neighborhood boys and girls, children, adults... Brothers, sisters of the neighborhood, my name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI, and I am proud to be your Pope of Positivity, and let me tell you, friends, it is an easy job for me today to be the Pope of Positivity, for yay, there was a heavenly pay-per-view last night called Hell in a Cell. It was great from start to finish it was great. I enjoyed every match I saw. I saw all of the shows on the main card. The benefit of having Monday off is I could actually wake up in the morning and leisurely watch the show. So today, I want to take you through the winners and loser of Hell in a Cell. We're going to start right from the beginning from the main show. I suppose we could talk about the, I keep calling him the world's Second greatest tag team, but I suppose that's not the name. Hold on. Eating a grape. Delicious. Benjamin and Gable, obviously winners. I imagine they will be the next guys to take on the Usos, which is wonderful. And I actually will go ahead and consider uh, the Hype Bros a winner, if only because... This is probably the end for them. And that's probably a good thing. Mojo could be a guy I could see wrestling Baron Corbin in the future for a United States title. Um, And Zack Ryder needs to be doing something else. I actually kind of like the idea of a Zack ryder Dolph Ziggler tag team. But that's fantasy booking, which is probably another episode of the Pontificast. Alright, main card. New Day and Usos. I don't know if I'd call it the match of the night. It was certainly very good. I enjoyed it. And both of these teams are clearly winners. The Usos are probably the tag team, at least in terms of the WWE audience, the tag team of the 2010s. You might even be able to make a case for them as the tag team of the 21st century so far. Um, You know, you'd have to go. I'd have to look and see where the Hardys were. My Memory of when the teams were in WWE is a little cloudy, but they're certainly in the conversation as one of the best tag teams of all time. Uh, And as for the New Day, they're winners for a different way because we saw in this match that Big E and Xavier Woods are stars on their own. Each of them had kind of statement, stand-alone, here-I-am moments. And again, I don't want to do fantasy booking, but I hope... This is the end of New Day as a tag team, at least in terms of the tag team titles. They certainly don't need to break up. There doesn't need to be a Shield break up. Nobody needs to turn on anyone here. But I think it's time for these guys to be single stars. Big E is a world champion in waiting. Xavier Woods, cruiserweight division, U.S. title, clearly someone to keep an eye on as well. Kofi Kingston might start taking a backseat. I don't know where Kofi is in his career he's the veteran of this group he could turn to more of a manager role i don't know you know what his health history is like but again great showing for both of them next up rusev versus randy orton i am going to continue to take solace in the fact that rusev looked really good rusev looked really good um he dominated a good portion of that match against a Hall of Famer, 14-time world champion, or however many times um, Bruce, uh, Orton, excuse me, has held that title. Would it have been better if Rusev won? Of course, but he looked good. What's next for him? I have no earthly idea. Uh, but I'm I'm going to continue to plant my flag with with the Bulgarian Bruiser. Orton's a winner because he won and he's Randy Orton. I like the hair. People didn't say they like the hair. I like the hair. It's a new it's a new look. We haven't seen Randy Orton with hair in a while. I've missed it. Baron Corbin, clearly a winner. He just won the US title. I liked uh, I didn't catch all of the NAI Pod post show. I caught just a few minutes while I was shaving my face this morning. And yes, you know, Corbin did something wrong. There was a penance in that. He obviously served his time and now is back on track. He's the United States champion, you know. The Intercontinental title used to be mean you were the number one contender, so if we go with that with the U.S. title, Corbin's a main eventer in waiting. That can't be a bad thing. Ty Dillinger talked himself onto the main roster show and proved he belonged. Ty Dillinger did really well. I was watching that match thinking, I wish that the WWE version of ECW was still a thing because Ty Dillinger could be ECW world champion. I don't know, you know, his ceiling is a mid-card title at best, I think, in WWE, which is just fine. Nothing wrong with being U.S. or Intercontinental Champion, but I I wished for that uh, in that moment. But Ty Dillinger had a great showing. AJ Styles lost, but now he's out of the U.S. title division. I don't think, you know, again, on NAI Pod they thought that AJ is going to be the guy to take the title off of Jinder at WrestleMania. I don't think that's true. But I think AJ moves up in wrestles gender. It might even be next. I don't know what the plan is for Survivor Series. That's probably again another Pontificast. I've got all these ideas, all these things I want to talk about. And you know, I almost debated doing two of these shows today, doing two Pontificasts. But that would just be too much. Um, but AJ is going to move up to bigger and better things. Can't be a bad thing. Uh, the women's title match. It was good. It was a kind of a classic Bret Hart Rick Flair match, working over the leg, doing that sort of thing a match that is necessary in a show like this, where people are flying all over the place, there's weapons, there's cages, you need an old-school wrestling match. This is what I thought they provided. Um, Charlotte won, technically, uh, but you know what I liked, which is weird? She looked, I won't say weak, but she looked on par. You know, all of these times, I still believe Charlotte might be, if not already is, the greatest women's wrestler in history, but... She's got to look like she belongs with these people. She can't fall into the Asuka trap where Asuka looks so much better than everyone else. You eventually run out of stories to tell with her. Um, but Charlotte looked good. Natalia looked good. This is what you want from your women's division. So I don't think that weakness is a bad thing. I think Charlotte looked good, and now there's a reason for her to go on and challenge for the title. I did not mind at all the way this match ended. I liked it that it ended with a disqualification. Natalia gets to keep the belt. Uh, I was listening to the commentary, and they said, you know, Natalia has now surpassed Trish Stratus with most pay-per-view appearances by a female athlete. We're talking about a Hall of Famer. Natty Neidhart is a Hall of Famer. I also am glad Jim Neidhart got a shout-out, because we always associate Natty with Brett. Let's not forget that Jim Neidhart is the actual father of Natalia and deserves just as much time talking about uh, the Fashion Files were back. That's a win. Um is going to move on with Pulp Fashion, which is going to be hilarious. I'm excited for that. Also winners, The Ascension. I don't know what's happening with The Ascension. I don't know if we're ever going to see them in a wrestling match again. But they are hilarious. This is a completely other side to The Ascension. Excuse me. I'm eating grapes. I'm hungry. Um, and I... I want to see, again, this is why I feel like we need a third show. There's too much talent for two shows, and I know people can argue with me that they're not utilizing the talent they have well enough. Well, maybe that's because they're trying to squeeze this giant roster onto two shows. If you had a third show, maybe The Ascension could do something other than being supporting cast in uh, Fashion Files. But either way, great segment. Enjoyed it. The uh, Cesaro picture with the caption was very funny. The world title match. Jinder Mahal looked really good. I don't know, maybe I'm just not watching enough Jinder Mahal matches, but I was like, he looks like he's improved. I don't know if he went down to the Performance Center. I don't know if he just... I don't know what it was, but he had a couple of really good moves. He looked like he belonged. He won clean. Yes, there might have been some chicanery with the Singh brothers, but not a big deal. He won clean. That finisher looked good. It looked crisp. I was impressed by Jinder Mahal. I was glad he retained the title. I didn't predict it. I really thought Shinsuke was going to win. Um, but Jinder Mahal is a winner in my book. Shinsuke Nakamura, on the other hand, is the only, and my apologies, going to eat another grape while I say this. My apologies out there to those of you who are huge Shinsuke fans because you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but he is the one loser of this show. Every other wrestler who appeared was a winner. Tom Phillips, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxon were winners. That was an enjoyable three and a half hours of commentary from them. Uh, I I like the interplay. They made fun of Byron without being JBL style making fun of Byron. That was a great commentary job. The only person who lost, in my opinion, is Shinsuke because he lost. And he didn't look great in losing. Like Shinsuke Nakamura. Again, bring on the hate. I'm sorry, your popa positivity can't be positive about everything. Shinsuke's just not he doesn't impress me in the ring. He's got some nice kicks and nice strikes, and the charisma is there, but the in-ring skills are lacking, and that's a problem. Um, And he lost. So he's now challenged for the world title a couple of times and lost. Does he go wrestle Baron Corbin again? Is he going to get into a feud with Rusev? Uh, you know, looking down the list, is it just a random AJ Shinsuke thing for no reason? Where does Shinsuke go from here? Dolph Ziggler? Like, he's kind of wrestled himself out of the main event, And I don't know what's next. Maybe he goes to Raw. Maybe that's it. You know, we were talking about whether or not uh, Owens was going to go to Raw. Clearly, that's not going to happen. Maybe Shinsuke goes to Raw. Maybe Shinsuke goes to Raw and can start over because I don't see a great future for him on SmackDown Live. Um, While we're on the subject, SmackDown Live, winner. I should save this for the end, but it's, um, it's on my mind right now. SmackDown Live won their show has been difficult they've had a world champion that hasn't been necessarily what everyone was hoping for you know, a lot of talent went to Raw a lot of the focus went to Raw this was a great pay-per-view, on par with any other of the great pay-per-views in WWE of 2017, if not the best I loved this card I enjoyed watching it a great deal so, SmackDown Live, congratulations well done to all involved Bobby Roode won, so he's a winner. Um, I assume he'll go on to the U.S. title. Roode versus Corbin, not a bad feud. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, however, was a bigger winner for me. Uh, that thing I know, you know, Jason Maltov made fun of the record scratching, which is a little funny, but that was a perfect entrance. That was exactly what that character needed, and I hope it sticks. No lights, no Titantron, no music. Just him walking out, single spotlight. It was a great, it was a well-done moment. And um, I like the fact that he attacked Bobby Roode. Yeah, obviously, you know, the feud will continue or something. They're not yet done. But it was good. I'm excited to watch Dolph Ziggler and see what happens. I don't remember the last time I said that. Probably would involve a fish. Gonna love rhombus. Main event. Come on. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see what people say was the match of the night. The tag team match was great. This main event was great. Um, Let's start with Shane McMahon. Here's a what if to ponder their neighborhood. Uh, A thought homework assignment for you. What if Shane McMahon was not a McMahon? Take the guy, take the talent, take the look, take off the name. What would he have done? Let's say he wanted to be a pro wrestler. He's incredibly good. He's a really good wrestler for only having a small handful of matches he's clearly super athletic I'd be interested to see what he could have done if he wasn't a McMahon you know and we could argue the politics or any of that sort of thing but still uh he won because he put on a great show Kevin Owens is now for me on the short list of best wrestlers I've ever seen Kevin Owens is famous for saying that wrestling is not about matches, it's about moments. Well, this match right here had a bunch of them. Kevin Owens, Shane's on the table, Kevin Owens climbs up onto the barricade and then just slowly looks up. That's an all-time moment for me. That's, that is That is a wrestler, a talent, a man, a person who knows exactly how to tell a story, who knows exactly how to take you, reach through the screen, grab you, and pull you in so that your nose is pressed up against the television, and you're watching this incredible story. He was amazing. All of it. The climbing up this cage. The... You know, we don't often see. The last guy I can remember being scared to be on top of a cell was Paul Heyman. And again, I've had some lost years, so maybe I missed it. But he looked like a guy who wanted to hurt somebody, but was a little scared. And you could see what was going through his mind. He's thinking of his family. He's thinking of Shane. He's thinking of his family. He's thinking of Shane. Um, it was great. The fact that he went to climb back down was, again, Kevin Owens is an elite, elite professional wrestler and I am I am privileged to be able to watch him. Um he did great. This match was very good and again the rumors were flying around all week that Sami Zayn was going to get involved somehow and that he might turn heel. And you know, I kind of I like the idea, but this wasn't a man turning heel. This wasn't a heel turn. The, the covering him for the pin, I guess, might have been. But this was a guy who, despite everything that happened, still loves his best friend and is not willing to watch his best friend get hurt. It was, I was screaming. I was jumping up and down. Mrs. Matthews had to kind of come into the room to figure out what exactly I was doing. She's like, what are you so happy about? And I had to, like, pause it, explain the entire story. Sorry, I had a grape in my mouth. Um, That's going to be the only feedback I get from this show. Stop eating grapes on the podcast. Um, But I had to try to explain the whole thing, and she gave me that little smile. Like, she almost patted me on the head sort of thing because, you know, she's happy that I'm happy, but she really doesn't understand. Although she did say, to her credit, she did say, so are they going to form a tag team? And then she looked at me and was like, I can't believe I know what that means. And it's just, it's why I love my wife. It's really true. But it was great. It was great. I... I tweeted this out just a few minutes ago before starting to record. I wish SmackDown was tonight because I want to know what's happened. I don't care now in this moment about anything going on. The Shield reunion, forget it. Could care less. Ms. TV with Cesaro and Sheamus, not interested. Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, goodbye. I want to know what's going on here. I want Sami Zayn to talk. I want to see the Sami Zayn. Uh, Kevin Owens interaction. I want to see where Jinder goes next. I you know just across the board. This was a really great uh, pay per view. I give it an A, if not an A plus. I I'll, I'll hesitate on giving it an A plus. Um, had Rusev won, I probably that would be probably all I needed uh, to push it over the top. But again, uh, kudos to WWE, to the SmackDown creative team, to all of the talents. Thank you for giving me. Uh, very nice few hours of entertainment. I didn't watch it last night. I watched the first hour. The stream started getting iffy during the U.S. title match, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed, and I'll be able to get up in the morning. And it took me a couple of hours, because I went to the grocery store and did all of those things. But it was an incredibly pleasant time. I, this is why I love, I enjoy watching wrestling for nights like this. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. I'm seeing nothing but positivity uh, for the most part, on Twitter. So that makes me happy. Uh, please tweet at me at DC Matthews NAI. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you enjoyed. Let me know if you disagree with any of this. Is Shinsuke not the only loser? Should he be in the winner's column? What happens next? We'll see where we go from here. Any ideas for a future Pontificast, let me know. It'll probably be early in the week, just like I've been doing. You know, I did three uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday last week, and then we recorded DDT Wrestling, and I wanted that to be the focal point leading up to the pay-per-view. That's probably what this is going to be. I'll probably record a couple times a week heading into DDT Wrestling, although episode 100 coming up might be the last show. Who knows? You never know with that Doc Manson fellow. Never know what we're going to do. Maybe we're going out. We're going to do a vaudeville show. We'll be the vaudevillains. We'll finally we'll have auditions for our blue pants. Who knows? Uh, but either way, thank you WWE. You have a happy fan who would give you another ten dollars. I would give you more money. That was a that was a show. I'll talk for. I only. Uh, I'm freaking out because of the time. I promised twenty minutes. Um, apparently, people do still pay. Uh, full price for pay per views, which is mind boggling. I wouldn't pay $55 for that because there's very few things I'd pay $55 for, but I would have paid $20 for that pay per view. It was that good. Maybe even 25 Who knows? Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. I'm a happy Pope. Hope you're a happy neighborhood. Until we meet again, my friends, I'm DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. See you around the neighborhood.